guys, it's Kimberly and Megan, and you've entered room 237, the bonus. (laughs) So, as y'all know, last week we covered uh, the Blair Witch Project movie, and Mm -hmm. um, our bonus today is going to be all about uh, movie facts. There's a lot of movie facts. Yeah, the hype around the movie, like what led to the making of the movie, and kind of where the actors are today. Yeah. Just a little overview of all of it. Sure. Just Just quick and dirty. Quick and dirty, just like I like it. Your (laughs) favorite. So we'll get into some more movie facts right off the cuff. The Blair Witch Project was, as we said last episode, was written by Daniel Myrick and Eduardo Sanchez. And it's one of the most successful independent films that was ever made. Congratulations. Right. Kudos. So James... So Daniel Myrick and Eduardo Sanchez met as students at the University of Central Florida School of Film. And around 1993, they were discussing horror movies, as you do. Of course. And the recent kind of lack of really good yeah, horror just movies. sitting around like, oh, you know Which, what's really missing? A good us. horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> and they kicked around the idea of a group kind of stumbling upon a house in the woods and not being able to resist going inside even though they knew that it was going to pop off yeah. if they went inside. Sanchez came up with the name Blair Witch because his older sister went to a Blair High School. I guess that's where it, is. it came from in the, yeah, middle, yeah, in the yeah. beginning. Yeah, because the waitress says that too. Yeah. Is that his sister? I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> okay, the legend of the Blair Witch. So we talked about it in the main episode. We're going to give you kind of some highlights of the legend that they made up for the movie because it's none of it's true. No. Yeah. It's all made up. It's not a real legend. And they, you know, they made a website with all of this stuff on there too, which is very successful. Like yes, promotion. It's kind of, it's pieced together by the townspeople. We get it front within the movie. And there's also a companion documentary called the curse of the Blair witch. But basically in 1785, a woman named Ellie Kedward was accused of witchcraft in Blair Maryland, which was later became Burkittsville. And after she was discovered pricking the finger of several children to get blood from them. So she was found guilty at a witch trial and banished to the woods, which I'm surprised about. <laughs> um, and um, why didn't they just kill her? But okay. Right. They did tie her just to, a to tr- the woods lady. They tied her to a tree, however. And then it was also winter, so they left her there. They're like, "Good luck. We we're not going to kill you outright. We're just going to make it really difficult for you to live." But the following winter, half of the town's children had disappeared. (laughs) So in the film, a local tells Heather that in the late 1800s there was a child named Robin Weaver, and she disappeared into the woods. And then she reappeared three days later on her grandma's porch, babbling about some old woman whose feet never touched the ground, blah, blah, blah. I mean, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so a party, and then also a party of five men had gone out searching for Robin. This is where the five men on Coffin Rock come mm-hmm. in. Yeah, so these five men went out looking for Robin, and then later they disappeared. So more people went out looking for them, and the original five men were found at what later becomes known as Coffin Rock. And again, like we said in the first episode, one man's hands were bound to the other man's feet and so on. So they were like, 
upside down. I guess one was upside down and one was yeah, right side I'm up. I'm trying to picture that in my mind. I can definitely picture it in my mind. I, whenever I, I just think it of looks human like, centipede and that's my like despite You know when you make um, one of those things called paper dolls, but they're all like, like paper mache. They're holding hands, hands across you know? America. That's yeah, like us. That's what uh-huh. it reminds me of. But like one's upside down in between. Oh, okay. You know, so they're bound hand to feet in a circle. Each one is gutted and intestines out, and they have indecipherable writing carved into their faces. So by the time the search party who found them went to get help and then came back, the bodies were gone. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I know. So creepy. Legend also has that uh, children started disappearing in the 1940s. An old hermit named Rustin Parr came out of the woods one the day. Name from. Yeah, Mr. Parr. <laughs> he came out of the woods one day and he told these town people, like, I'm finally finished. And they were like, finished with fucking what? what like no one knew what he was talking about <laughs> but the police were like oh, let me go search this old crazy man's cabin which doesn't make sense it doesn't okay. it's a legend so they so. went up there and um they found the bodies of seven kids in court mr parr said he did what he did <laughs> because the old ghost lady told him what to that do old ghost lady who was floating not On, yeah, feet, not yeah. touching the ground i mean my question here is what happened in between all this shit does she need a resting, like a cooling off period? Because we got a time lapse. We got 1785 when people first mm-hmm. move into the town. We got her getting accused and getting killed. So now she's out there in the woods just chilling. We got Robin disappearing. Robin, in the 1800s. but that's 1800s. Like yeah. when in the 1800s? And then shit just cool down. Then we got all the way till 1940. What's going on in between? She had all that. What's that? Uh, heaven or hell hath no hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Yes. She, she had just... all that time to lay and rest and be vengeful and be like, you know what? I got it. <laughs> I got it now. I got. It. I have a plan. I will murder everyone. So let's talk about the movie and let's the making of the yeah. movie. The script was just a 35-page outline. The whole script. That's ridiculous. That's awesome. And they wrote it this way because they wanted the dialogue to be more improvised so the character so they didn't it seemed more believable yeah so it was a lot of improv in this movie which i could not have done no i think i would be great at it the (laughs) casting ad it stated like this was an improv this was an improvised feature film it's going to be shot in a wooded location it's going to be hell and most of you reading this (laughs) probably shouldn't come i mean that's true true as a legit statement. So in order to test the improv skills of each candidate, you know, each person who was auditioning, as soon as each uh, potential actor entered the room, he or she was immediately told by one of the directors, you've been in jail for the last nine years. We are the parole board. Why should we let you go? Uh... Yeah. So <laughs> if the actor hesitated for even a minute, the directors concluded the audition. That was it. So you had to immediately be like, you be like- need to let me go because... Yeah, or like, you shouldn't let me go because I'm a fucking monster. <laughs> no criminal ever says <laughs> that. <laughs> I'm a monster. I need to stay in jail. So the movie was shot over a span of eight days, and the actors were paid $1,000 a day. Okay. okay that's not, not bad. bad for a day's work of work. Um, Although you're in the woods like it's yeah. hell. Um, the actors, though, ended up making a lot more once the film was released. Michael Williams reported that he ended up making around $300,000. I'm happy about that because that tells me that they got a portion of the pro- like yeah. the proceeds. Their, their, their pay wasn't like, we're just going to give you this set amount of money. So, you know, the way they pay some actors is we're giving you $10 million for this film. Or we're going to give you... One million for the film, but then you also get one percent of all the profits yes. from the movie, which just sounds like what they got. 
Yeah. It's something more like that. Which, if the movie succeeds, could end Great. up being way more than what you would have gotten paid if you set your but base salary. Sucks. Then mm. you're screwed. But <laughs> The actors slept in tents and ate less and less food each day, just as they would have if they were on a real camping trip and had gotten lost. Mm. So they were provided food by the directors and stuff. Yeah, it but just dwindled. It just was like, here, <laughs> today you get a full sandwich, today you get a half a sandwich, today you get a quarter of a sandwich. You know? And now you get a raisin. And it makes, some kind of, it makes you angrier. You yeah. know, you get that hangry feeling. That shit, that hangry feeling is no joke. It is no joke. The, the actors remain in character throughout the majority of the shooting. Like they stayed in the moment, whatever, whatever. But they did have a cold word, which was taco, yeah. when they needed a break and wanted to return back to reality. Now I really want a taco. Oh my god, a taco sounds really good. Mm-hmm. We should go to Sylvia's after this. We can't go to Sylvia's after oh, that's this. True. <sighs> COVID. So apparently, as Heather was portraying the director and kind of the main person concerned about the Blair Witch in the first place, she was given more information about the legend than her co-stars were, than Josh and Mike. When Josh and Mike asked her questions, they were actually looking for answers because they yeah, didn't know. They didn't know. Which is kind of cool. That is pretty cool. The uh, the teeth and the twigs Gross. in the movie, they were actual human teeth. I, that's a big no for yeah. me. I don't want to touch anybody's <laughs> Apparently teeth. Apparently they were supplied by Eduardo Sanchez's dentist. And the hair was Josh's real hair. He had a lot of hair. He did. Here's the thing. I have seen several things. This is a sidetrack, but I just like to share information. And it was on Facebook, so it could be wrong. You know, Facebook is not. See, on Facebook, it has to be true. But it was like they have opened up the walls of several dental offices, you know, from back in the day, like the 1900s or whatever. And there has been, like, just a shit ton of teeth in there. Like, I guess they were pulling teeth or whatever and then just putting them in the the walls. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. That's weird. But it was like piles and piles of human teeth. And I'm just Ooh. so grossed out. Something about teeth just really, I don't like it. <laughs> You're I such don't like a it. <laughs> um, so Williams reported that the most terrifying moment uh, was hearing the sounds of the kids that lived across the street from Eduardo Sanchez's mother on the three boom boxes. And so those were the, those were the kids that we heard the in the giggling. woods. The giggling. Yeah. He nope. just recorded them for the kids that lived across the street and just started blaring them in the woods. No. That's a big no for me. Yep. You know, so they're in the tent. They're hearing that noise of the kids laughing and stuff. And then I think it's like you know, the directors or whoever are the ones who came and beat on the tent. Yes, they like, did. Like, that's legit terror in those oh people's my faces. God. Yes, it is. I, oh. A lot of this shit is like just their natural reactions to the directors and what was happening. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's horrible. So the famous snot scene, close up. It's Completely improvised by Heather. She stated, quote, I was so proud of that moment because it's everything you're not supposed to do as a film actress. <laughs> Gross. She's not wrong. Yeah, she's so not. this knot was just flowing. It was unflattering. And it was just a real, like, ugly, messy, sloppy shot. And most people, she said, I don't think people get to see that kind of thing very often. A real good, ugly cry on screen. Which is true. Which is true. We get some cries. I mean. On screen, but like the good ones. The snot. Yeah. It's really. Really brought it home. It was, it was, it's a placement of the camera that really did it. Like right me. up her nose. It's right. Yeah. It's like resting on her lip and all you see is nose and eyeballs. <laughs> so shooting for the film ended on Halloween night nice. in 1997. And the actors were treated to a hearty Denny's meal. I wonder if they got the Grand Slam. I don't know. So I wrote before that, like, um, so Josh, you know, he, the night that he died in the movie, mm-hmm. he ran out of the tent, 
The directors grabbed him and they're like, you're dead. Sorry about you. Did they, they tell him to come out the tent? Or yeah, he, or they so, pulled him out or they told him to come out. And he Did the others know he no. got pulled out? They didn't know. And he, they told him to wait until they fell asleep, make sure that he knew that they were asleep, and then and come then out. Leave. And so they grabbed him and were like, okay, you're dead. Um, and they took him to Denny's first. So he, so he got two Denny's meals. He got two Denny's meals? Yeah, he Lucky did. Lucky Josh. <laughs> it took the directors and writers, Sanchez and Myrick, Eight months to edit and cut the movie for its Sundance premiere. Their initial cut was two and a half hours long. That's a lot. They cut off an hour because it's an hour and a half at the the theater one. And so the scenes that were taken out of the theatrical version, which is what we saw, Mm -hmm. those scenes were used for the website and for the faux documentary that ran on sci-fi. I swear to God, I saw this documentary when it came out. I have not seen it. I mean, like when it came up, yeah, you know, yeah, back in the day. They make it like it's a real thing. Like, yes, oh, they we do. definitely found this footage. It's legit footage. Like, the website I remember had a, a picture of their three faces, yep. like missing, you know, that kind of thing. For sure. So, to your point, a lot of the general public thought that the actors were really dead in the yeah. movie. Artisan, the studio that's, that bought the film, they went through great lengths to keep like the actors and actresses out of the press yeah. so that people could believe they were dead. They deliberately didn't correct websites like IMBD and shit uh, stating that the actors were dead. And Donahue's mom even received sympathy cards. That's Heather, yeah. Yeah, Heather's That's mom. crazy. So the Blair Witch Project website was also legit as fuck. It included a timeline of events that led up to Heather, Mike, and Josh's disappearance. Mm-hmm. The website also contained local news interviews about the disappearance case, as well as fake news reports. So the beginning of fake news. Fake news. <laughs> this was, you know, also bad. Back in the day, when the internet was kind of new. And so everybody kind of just believed if it was on the internet, it's true. Must be true. I saw it online. And before the movie had even been screened, the website had over 10,000 people subscribed to their mailing list. That's a lot for back then. That's good. Because we were still like subscribing to AOL, so you had to pay for this shit to get on. (laughs) (laughs) You've got mail. (laughs) So some Blair Witch uh, Project moviegoers got physically ill due to the shaky this. camera, the, the shaky camera work in the mm. movie. I remember this too. I like that this. was a I huge complaint. I lived in Dallas at the time, and I listened to Kid Craddock in the morning. I did love me some and Kid <laughs> Kelly Raspy, I remember her talking about how she had to leave. She got sick. She got nauseous. Um, Low Cineplex Entertainment estimated that at least one person. Her screening got sick during the movie and asked for a refund. That's crazy. It is. I believe it, though. Yeah, I it went to lot. see it with several friends, and I think one of them said it made me nauseous. It was too much. It was too much. It didn't bother me, but I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know what that says about me, honestly, as a person. But despite tons of critical praise, The Blair Witch Project was still nominated for the worst picture at the Golden <laughs> Raspberry Awards, and Heather got the Razzie for Best Actress, or Worst Actress, as the case Ooh, may be. Kudos, Heather. <laughs> so what are they doing now? What are they um, doing now? From the cast, only Josh is currently still an mm, actor. Oh, I think yeah. we know why. <laughs> <laughs> Heather is a medical marijuana grower and okay, author. Okay, Heather. Yeah, okay, girl. She wrote a memoir in 2012 called Grow Girl. Mm. Um, she wrote in her book that... Was she trying to play off the I Gone Girl? I think Gone Girl. Okay. 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 <laughs> so she wrote in her book that the Blair Witch Marketing 
they maybe they did too good of a job convincing people that she and her co-stars are just like random kids and it made it difficult for them to be taken seriously as real actresses and actors um, when they tried to go for work afterwards. But like Josh didn't have that problem. So I actually but think I can that's see that. probably yeah. true. Because they did private things. These are like three little kids. Yeah. And, you know, as the, the marketing, once everybody realized that these are actors and actress, you know, act, they're not really just random people who disappeared. This, yeah. This is all fake. This, this kind of thing. It was still kind of like, okay, but they're up, you know, they just found these people to play this actor, you know? It yeah. Was, it still felt very, they're not real Homegrown, actors. they're not. You know? Yeah. Um, Mike Williams, apparently he quit his furniture moving job on the Conan O'Brien show. Oh. Like, I'm done. I am famous now. Fuck oh, this business. Fuck you. Heart. Fuck you. You're cool. <laughs> um, Shortly after the film was released, that's when he quit. But um, then he struggled getting work. So now he's a school counselor and a teach. He teaches acting. I mean, good for him. Yeah. You got to find your path. Get in where you fit in. That's right. Since the movie was released, Burkittsville, Maryland, which is a real town, has had to deal with just a shit ton of vandalism and ridiculous fans. Like us. <laughs> right. So the wooden, they had a wooden welcome sign that said, welcome to Burkittsville. It just kept getting stolen after the movie came out. And then Artisan Entertainment was like, okay, girl, we'll buy you some metal signs. Let us signs. be good. We, we brought this on. Our bad. Yeah. They bought them four metal signs. Those were stolen too. <laughs> and the mayor of the town, Debbie Burgoyne, she once woke up to find a fan of the movie in her living nope, room. Nope. Absolutely not. <laughs> I guess he thought there was going to be a tour. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. I would have shot him. So um, yeah, if he was in the south, okay. Yeah, you would have been. He been alive no more. If he oh, you lucky. This is Maryland. <laughs> um, there was a sequel to the Blair Witch Project. It was released in uh, 2000. It was called The Book of Shadows, Blair Witch Two, and it was a massive flop. Did you see it? No, I didn't I've see that it. one, but I saw, I saw the other one. I Look, saw. I the saw Blair it. Witch. I didn't think it was bad. Really? Honestly, I'll it's watch not it. good. Okay, but it's not. It's not terrible. Bad. Like IMBD drags this movie, or I'm sorry, Rotten Tomatoes drags it. I I will say, I say it's not bad. I have not seen it in 20 years. Whenever it came out, it came out in, yeah 20 years ago, 21 years ago. So I saw it not in the theater, but I don't know. Like I rented it from Hastings or some shit. Mm. You know, once it came out. Hastings. R.I.P. And um, at the time, I remember thinking, okay, it's not great. It's not as good as the first one, but it's not bad. It's not found footage as much as the first one is. Mm-hmm. It's more like they filmed it, and then there's also like a surveillance video. They sh- like surveillance from where the- they're at that okay. they show. So it is found footage in this that sense, but there's there's it's not shaky camera, shaky camera the whole time. Got it. I so it could be terrible. Honestly, I haven't seen it in a long time. I have to check it out. But. So the movie Blair Witch was released in 2016. I did not hear about this. I did. I saw that one. At oh, really? A, um, what's it? It's not Studio Movie Girl, but it's the other one. Alamo Draft Alamo. House. I was hungover as shit. Well, nice. then I went and um, I was trying to nurse my hangover and by by drinking more. Oh, Edie, I ordered fried pickles. Yeah. I ordered popcorn, cookies, nice. more beer. Damn. Yeah, nothing helped. You were doing it. I was doing it. The movie was all right. Though. <laughs> I I had no idea they had. It's, yeah, it's not like a a sequel as much as it seems to be a remake kind of. Mm-hmm. So it was revealed at the San Diego San Diego Comic Con and the horror community 
were like, hell yeah, we're going to see a new Blair Witch. They're real pumped. Because this was a big deal when it it came out. So even though it was better than Book of Shadows, which apparently is not saying a lot, it was still described as nothing more than a retread of the original with modern technology and some time travel thrown in. Mm. So I no one was like I said, I had no idea. So I've not seen this one. You'll have to check it out. You were hungover. You can't tell me anything about it. Clearly, no. I just remember one scene that I won't spoil, but because I was hungover, it was making me a little nauseous looking mm. at. Yeah. All I can remember from the Book of Shadows is there was a girl who was like gothic i think who had like black like nancy like black lipstick yeah that you know kind of thing and then again like i said like the surveillance camera kind of stuff i don't remember the plot or anything nothing i kind of want to watch it again now we just to it. see <laughs> if it's really as terrible as it was that they say all right so that next week fun facts about the blair witch project mm-hmm. next week what are we doing we are doing a The Witch. I guess two witch movies back to back. Witch in it, witch in it, witch in it, witch You're witty, witty. Oh, you got that pentagram on, so that's I- why. <laughs> it's calling to me. <laughs> the Witch is that one that's like the 16, like pilgrims and mm-hmm. shit. Kim and I watched this movie together. Yeah, a, a uh, year a or few so, years, A yeah. year or two ago. I think we Ka- liked it. It, must, it was when you were with Cassie because I think she was asleep in the bedroom. Of course. Because <laughs> she's so sleepy. She's so sleepy. And we watched it and I remember liking it. So I'm excited to watch it again. Me too. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Room 237, the podcast. We're on Twitter at Room 237, the pod C1. Or you can send us an old-fashioned email at Room 237, the podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Don't forget, rate and review us on iTunes. Please and, do. Uh, that's it. That's it. Welcome to Season 2. Welcome Next to Season week, 2. The Witch. Stay safe, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.